Future Hacker. Life. Path. Future. Welcome back, everybody. This is the second episode with Jenny Ta. Jenny, you know, when we first talked, I realized that I had such a different idea about NFTs. You explained it in a way that is both easy and honestly mind-opening. So, you know, first things first, please explain us NFT as you would, you know, to a loved one, to your mom that knows nothing about it. You're so great at doing analogies, comparisons. So uh, let's begin by that, please. All right. So the basic of NFTs to a five-year-old. NFT stands for non-fungible token. The key word is token. Even if you don't even understand what is non-fungible, okay? Just stick to the word token. So you probably heard out there since NFTs exploded, a lot of people would say that, why would I want to buy an NFT when I just can certainly go and grab the JPEG file and put it on my phone? If you say that, or if you've heard people say that, they don't understand about NFTs at all. So let's backtrack. How and when was NFTs created? NFTs are created from the blockchain. And when was the blockchain created? Blockchain was created around the birth of Bitcoin. Bitcoin was created in 2009. So this year, Bitcoin is 12 years old. The first NFT that was created, you can Google the data, was around 2013, 2014. So about five to six years after the creation of Bitcoin that the first NFT was created. From that time to now, no one knew what NFTs were. They don't care. It wasn't nothing. They really don't care about it. Then until March, NFTs blew out of proportion. It blew up from nowhere. Most people thought that NFTs were created this year because of the media attention. It was on Saturday Night Live. They did a skit on NFTs and people thought that NFTs were created this year. The answer is no. The first NFT was created back in 2013, 2014, which was recently sold for, I believe, 1.6, 1.7, don't quote me on that, million dollar just this year, the first NFT. So going back to my first, what I just said, why do people need to buy an NFT when they could just take a picture of the JPEG or download the JPEG for free? And why did I say that if you say that, or you've heard someone say that, they don't understand the technology? And here's what it is. So I'm going to give a quick analogy and I'm going to use Maria. Okay. Let's just say Maria is an artist. An NFT can be anything, even a picture. If you're a photographer, your pictures can be NFTs too. You know, I'm just going to share the basic, which is using art for right now. Okay. But NFTs are many levels. It could be tickets to a show. It could be an NFT to buy a real product, gowns for fashion show, real estate, anything. 
So going back to my analogy using Maria, she is an artist. She's a painter, or she's a photographer. It doesn't matter. So she takes one of her art pieces, and traditionally, if there isn't any NFTs, how would Maria sell her art? Right? She would probably create a website. She puts a bunch of her art pieces on there, and she probably have to put some kind of a a hologram. Over it because then people gonna download it and then you know they gonna it's the same thing、e- even if there's no NFTs people still download your art and then Maria would sell her art pieces and and whoever buys them she would、uh, send the art pieces in the mail for them that's how traditional artists painters photographers what they do it is to send the physical piece of art because that's where the value comes from. Right when you buy a piece of art, but no longer with NFTs, because the value of an NFT is with the token. So, what is a token? A token is a cryptocurrency token that is minted on the blockchain. Now, going back to the NFTs, when Maria takes one of her traditional art pieces. And she wants to NFT it. What that means is, she takes that piece of art. She goes to one of the NFT platforms, such as OpenSea is one is one of the biggest one right now. Rarible, Mintable, and even the company that I'm work at. It's called Hodl Assets. The brand is Galaxy. Maria can mint her NFT. On one of our platform, what does mint mean? When she mints her art pieces, it becomes an NFT, so it becomes a token, okay, a cryptocurrency token that sits on the blockchain, and it's exclusive to each mint. There can only be one mint, okay, and it has it has an NFT. So what Maria is selling is the NFT. Of her art pieces. Now, Maria can do one of two ways. One way would be she just selling the NFT, and let's just say Maria is a super famous artist from Brazil, and she's very well known. People are just gonna buy her NFTs because Maria's collection could rise through time, and that's number one. Just buying the NFTs only of her art pieces. The number two part is when Maria mints her NFTs, she can say that if this NFTs bid over X dollar or whatever, I will send you, I will ship you my original art pieces. Then you have two things from Maria: a the NFT of that art piece, which can be. Sellable into secondary or thirdary market, and I could go through that because it's a token. A token is like a stock that you trade on Wall Street, so it goes up and down, and people can buy them. And if you bid it high enough, according to when Maria mints her pieces, then Maria will send you, ship you the original piece. I can I can establish a floor a floor pricing for my pieces then. So only if it reaches an X amount of value, I will ship it to you. That is correct. 
That is absolutely correct. So most NFTs, they're just selling it as NFTs only because buyers are all over the world. Imagine when you have to go out and ship a really big piece of art and the frame and everything internationally, that's going to cost you a lot of money, right? So there are a few artists who would, and especially most art these days are digitized. So they just get a color printer and then they could just, you know, print it out, put it in a knife frame. I, I, I do know a couple artists that they do do that. So either way works. But let's go back to what did Jenny mean when she said NFTs are tradable? Token is a cryptocurrency token that sits on a blockchain and it's tradable. What does it mean when I said tradable? Tradable is like a stock, right? We all know Wall Street. We all know the stock market. If you buy a share of Apple last year, you can sell it this year and you probably make money and someone else would be buying that share from you. Okay. So there are buyers and sellers on the stock market all around the world. The same thing as cryptocurrency. When Maria mints her art pieces as an NFT, those NFTs are now tokens, cryptocurrency tokens. And if they're cryptocurrency tokens, they are tradable, meaning that if I were to buy the first NFT, I'll be the first one to buy Maria's NFT. I can end up selling it to Jim or Jack or Joe around the world. And then Jim, Jack, Joe would be the secondary buyers. Then Jim, Jack or Joe can sell it to the third dairy buyer, which is who knows, Mary, Sam, whatever. And, and it goes on. So that's what an NFT is. So now that you've heard me explain it, if you hear someone else saying, I don't understand this generation, why would they want to spend so much money buying an NFT when they could just download the JPEG file? Because it is true. NFTs are minted from JPEG files. That's it. It's very simple. JPEG files are just an image that you normally upload to Instagram for free, right? All of our Instagram posts come from JPEG files. So now JPEG files are getting minted as NFTs. But for you or whenever you hear people who said that, I don't understand why people are so dumb to buy NFTs when they could just download the picture for free, correct them. It's not the picture. Yes, it is the picture that we're buying. But the value of that picture is in the minted NFTs. Yeah, so it's, it's and I was exactly thinking that, you know, getting your last phrase. So it's not really about ownership and showing off. It's actually about the value of what you're getting and betting that this value is going to be eventually increased and, you know, traded and you're going to keep getting I remember that he told me, like, if I'm the first person to get it and then to trade it, I'm going to still be getting all the, uh, which term did he use? I'm still going to get paid by all those extra values that are added when it gets traded. Is that correct? I'm sure I'm using the wrong terms here, right? Oh, no, no, you're, you're perfectly fine, you know, and you're absolutely correct. People are into NFTs. Partial of it is because of the art, but majority of it is 
a bet, a speculation, their NFTs can be sell much higher through the secondary or the third dairy market. So pretty much by minting their NFTs, they've just created their own cryptocurrency. And picture this. I mean, we all post JPEGs on our Instagram for five or six years now, and it's all free, right? There's a lot of photographers who take beautiful shots and they just put it on Instagram for free. People look at them for free. Even painters and artists, digital artists, they do that on Instagram for free. So now instead of creating that Instagram page, they would go over and create a a page on OpenSea or whatever, even though there's going to be a huge cost whenever you mint an NFT. Instagram is free, but when you mint an NFT, there's a cost, there's a fee to it, and it's extremely expensive. When you mint a piece of NFT, even before you even know if you can sell it or not, you will probably spend at least a couple hundred bucks in Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency you have to buy in order to mint that NFT. But, but, and again, I'm self-promoting here, okay? The company that I'm with, which I am the co-founder and COO, we offer free minting, free minting, okay? We only take 2.5% when you sell your art. So yes, if you like to mint or learn about NFT, drop by my company, which is hodoassets.org, and test it out. Mint your NFTs on our platform. We are the only platform today that does not charge a minting fee. So you have no excuses by saying that, oh, I'm not going to learn NFT because why would I pay something when I don't even know if I can sell it? Yes, you can. Come on to my company's platform. So back to Maria's question, okay? So when you mint your collection of NFTs, right? Imagine if you mint a hundred pieces, a thousand pieces, a ten thousand piece collection for sure is a lottery ticket. One of your pieces are gonna be sold, right? So because you've been doing it all your life anyway on Instagram, you're doing it on Instagram, right? Why not do it in NFTs? Because somebody might like something and then they can buy your NFTs. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's pretty much it. You know, after you said that, I, so my mom is an artist. I'll have to, to mint something from her in your platform, Jenny. We are definitely going to talk about that separately. But, you know, I'm wondering, so does it matter if I'm an artist? It doesn't matter if there's a physical copy or it's just an image. It, it doesn't matter, does it? Or is there a difference? It doesn't matter. It depends on when you mint the NFT and then you can put it in the description, right? You can say that, this is a one of one. Like, for example, I've seen some artists who sell one piece of their art 10 times. What that means is when they minted, they will say this is one out of 10, two out of 10, three out of 10, four out of 10. So that same piece of art are minted 10 times, 10 different NFTs. So I may be buying the one out of 10 or the two out of 10. And Maria, you could be buying the three out of 10. 
or some artists they choose to mint one of ones only meaning exclusive right for every piece of their art it can only sold be one time if you buy their art you're the only one who owns that piece now when i use the word art it could be in physical form or it's just the nfts only which i've shared before when you mint your art like maria like your mom you think she probably has many beautiful art pieces physically in in her home so your mom can choose when she mints let's just say she takes one of the the frames and she mints it and she said that i will sell this nft only you know for $1000 but if the bid goes over 5000 it doesn't matter where you are around the world i will ship this masterpiece to you physically okay then that's it that's your agreement an nft is an agreement on the blockchain through the description of what you when you mint your nft you know the same thing with music you know you can mint music music for example you can mint an, an nft music and you could get residuals for every time it gets sell or one final example i will share with you is a a fashion show the executive producer of that fashion show can sell all the gowns the stilettos the crowns of that fashion show before the fashion show even began and you can stay in your minting by saying that you know if you bid this gown or this stiletto or this crown above x dollars you will get a ticket to the show and you can pick up these physical gowns this physical crown these physical stilettos after the models have wear it on the runway meet us backstage and you get to pick it up see how amazing that is you can never do that victoria secret the traditional victoria secret show all these beautiful models they wear beautiful gowns down the runway stilettos crowns how do they sell it it's probably to rich people or they probably have to go to an auction house like christies or or sotherbees here in the united states and then they they would charge you 40% listing fees to accept it and sell it this day you don't need sotherbees you you don't need christies you can deal directly with the buyers from all over the world either in a physical form or an nft only a physical form is still called an nft but you just got to send them the physical pieces if if that's what you're selling or it's just an nfts and that's all so i have a last question about nft before we move to to a third episode and it would be is there any when when you know platforms like yours are are you know receiving those artists and, and minting the nfts for them their their art piece for them is there any sort of ownership checking is there any sort of protection so whoever is betting on this particular nft knows that the person behind it is the real author you know instead of being anyone that just print screened and uploaded it and is pretending it's theirs that's an excellent question maria that's the tricky part because as a buyer you do have to do some due diligence right because I haven't seen a lot yet but I've I've seen some now particularly has to do with IP rights. IP rights would be intellectual property rights for example. I'm going to give you an example. 
So Maria, let's just say you are Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is a very well-known actress, correct? So let's just say Julia Roberts. She was in so many movies. Her pictures were everywhere in magazines and and stuff like that. So let's just say she took one of the pictures from Pretty Woman and she NFT it. Well, guess what? It's hers, right? And let's just say I bought it. It's hers. But guess what? She would be sued. She would be sued by the executive production of that movie because she did not have the right. She was an actress, but the IP rights belong to the movie production, the executive producer, the contract between the producers and the company that released that movie. Julia Roberts, even though her face, her everything was all over it, but she did not own the IP rights. Okay. So in this case of Julia Roberts, she already has a very well-known name. She could just go out and do a photo shoot that she owns the right to that photo shoot and then she sells it, right? So yes, of course, it may not be as valuable as some of the picture or like, for example, the movie Pretty Woman hits the front cover of Time magazine, right, Maria? Who owns the IP rights to that Time Magazine cover? It's not Julia Roberts. It's Time Magazine. So Time Magazine can sell that cover of Julia Roberts, and Julia Roberts cannot sue Time Magazine. But if Julia Roberts take a copy, the JPEG copy, of herself featuring on the cover of Time Magazine, and she NFT that cover, she will be sued by Time Magazine. So back to your question, Maria. I just gave you an analogy of very high-end Hollywood stuff, but let's take it down a few notches to normal folks like you and I, artists. How do we know? We don't, okay? So when an artist puts up a collection, let's just say Jenny Ta, she puts up, a collection. Do a, get a little bit Googling. Check out who Jenny Ta is. Did she post her art somewhere before? I mean, if Jenny Ta is an artist, you better find an Instagram or a Facebook or some sort where she posts some of her art pieces. Not out of the blue. I'm well, well, it could be out of the blue that her art pieces. So, but it's a bet, it's a gamble. So even if I were to buy a piece, an NFT from Jenny Ta, and let's just say she stole it from somebody else. She downloaded the picture and she's, that's possible, right? Then whenever, and we don't know, whenever the original photographer or artist to that art piece finds out, then, then there's a lawsuit. That artist will sue Jenny Ta, who NFT that piece, okay? And it probably gonna sue the buyer, right? But of course, when you're talking about lawsuit, it's got to be a lot before people sue them. I mean, a lot of the NFTs these days, they could be sold for a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. But in Ethereum, though, not in fiat, you have to buy Ethereum. And that's another thing, Maria, self-promoting here, right? Because I'm just explaining is that all of the other NFT platforms out there, you have to, as a seller and a buyer, you have to buy Ethereum to mint your NFTs 
and to buy your NFTs. They're all built on Ethereum, with the exception of my company, HODLAssets.org. HODL is H-O-D-L, Assets is A-S-S-E-T-S, dot org, not dot com. Comes January, we're going to relaunch a new name, just like Facebook recently swapped their names to Meta. We will change ours to Galaxy, G-A-L-E-X-E, not X-Y. And on our NFT platforms, you don't need to buy Ethereum to mint your NFTs because minting is free. For the buyers of your NFTs on our platform, you don't need Ethereum to buy other people's NFTs. You can use all sorts of other cryptocurrencies if you have them to buy your NFTs. And you can also buy your NFTs using fiat if that's what you choose. That is on our platform. And I am absolutely honest to tell you that we are the only platform that offers that. I don't know why, okay? All of the other platforms from OpenSea, Rarible, Mintable, they only have Ethereum as an option because theirs is on the Ethereum platform. So, Maria, back to you. That's my answer. You, As a buyer, you have to double check because for yourself before you buy it. But other than that, there is no laws. There are no regulations for it yet. It's uh, it's pretty much a, a wild, wild west at this point because we're still very early into it. But still, NFTs as of last quarter, it had already surpassed over 10 to $15 billion in sales. And it's just crazy. While we were talking, I was just checking your site. And listen, guys, just getting there. It's super, super, super interesting, really. I'll have to give it a try. Jenny, thank you so much. This is the end of the second episode. Stay tuned, everybody. We still have a lot to talk about blockchain and cryptocurrency. Be right back. Future Hacker. Life. Path. Future. Future.